You are listening to the There Is More podcast with Sean and Simone Bracken, available on all streaming platforms with new episodes every Monday morning. Welcome back to another episode of There Is More with myself and Mr. Sean Bracken. I'm excited for this one today. We are jumping into a little series. We did this last year and we only did a couple of them. And so we were talking and just really feeling like this would be um, just really like would really hit home with where you guys are at. I know it hits home with where we're at right now, but you can never, I feel like you can never hit these these topics too much that we're going to, we're going to be diving into. Um, but we're doing another soul series. We did one last year and we're going to jump into another one, um, in the next couple of episodes. And you might be like soul series, like, what is this? You know, one of the things you're going to learn when you listen to this podcast, if you haven't already, is that Sean and I are really big on the soul. If you don't know what your soul is, your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions. You're you're a three-part being, you're a, a body, you're a soul, and you're a spirit. And you know, you're gonna hear a lot of people out there, YouTube community, a lot of different speakers um, are gonna hit different topics, but a lot of them talk about, you know, you gotta rise, you gotta grind, you know, the it's a lot of the physical things, right? Um, or you might swing the other way, right? You hear a lot of like faith, um, you know, Christians, community speakers talk really really heavily on the spiritual things, which is great. We need those, right? But we need the balance of body, soul, and spirit. And one of the things that Sean and I have really, really dove deep in the last couple of years is the, you know, the needs that your soul has, because we've been through burnout, right, Ben? Definitely. <laughs> we've been through a lot of seasons and, um, it was a couple of years ago where we really started to gain a deeper awareness of, these, these needs that our soul has and how like key getting those needs met are to having a healthy life. And so that's really what we're, we're really big on this podcast and in our brand is really building a healthy soul. Um, because that's to us, the foundation of your life, because you know, your emotions are going to dictate the decisions that you make. There's, you know, there's so much tied to our emotional state, the decisions we make, right? Our will, um, our choices and all that comes out of an unhealthy or a healthy soul. So we're diving into another soul series. And in this uh, episode might be a two part episode. We'll see as we dive in, we're talking about the fact that your soul needs you to own the moment, to take action. And these also, this is a a plug, but not a plug. Um, we put out a book last year. I put out a book. It's called Soul Fix, and you can go pick it up on our website. And in Soul Fix, I go through 28 days, and we hit 28 different things that your soul needs. And so um, these different ones that we're going into the episode are all in the book. So you can go pick that up on our website. We're going to be launching more product this year for you guys as well. So get excited. We're excited for it. But we're talking about owning the moment today. We're talking about taking action. And this is big. Your soul needs you to own the moment. Your soul needs you to take action. You know, we've, we've all got big dreams inside of us, things that we want to do. Um, and if we're going to accomplish them, they require us to stop being inactive, right? Take, take action. Um, maybe there's a relationship in front of you. You know, this is your call up this week, uh, to, to wake up and realize the areas that you, you need to own and you need to take action in. So there's a quote in the book that I really love and I just want to jump off of as a talking point today, but it's this, this quote that you're not rewarded for what you know, but you're rewarded for what you do. And so Sean, if you can just, I don't know, just jump in and talk about what that means to you, 
um, what that's looked like for you owning the moment, taking action. Yeah. We all know that person who thinks they know everything, but they don't do anything. See, knowledge isn't power. Knowledge is potential power. And the difference between knowledge and wisdom is doing. Wisdom is knowledge put into practice. See, we have to not only know things, we have to do things. And that's when you gain respect. You gain massive respect when you put your knowledge into action. And action actually speaks way louder than words. It's the person with action who has the most respect, not the person who has words. Words are amazing. We need them. But action is better because it produces results. And words without action are just pretty much air. There's nothing backing it. But when somebody puts their words into action, it definitely gains respect from people. And that's ultimately where I believe we should all be is the person who speaks is doing the person who is talking is doing. And that's how you lead. You lead by doing, not by telling. We have too many leaders who sit on their throne that don't do. They talk and tell you what to do, but they're not doing what they're saying and telling you what you what to do. And what happens? We lose respect. We lose respect for those leaders. But if you have a leader that is actually doing what they say and doing the things that they're portraying to you, you have way more respect and you want to do more for them because they're not all talk. So we have to get rid of just knowledge, knowledge that is stored in your brain is actually exhausting. It's taking up space. It's slowing down your hard drive. It's slowing down your body because you know too much. I would rather be the dumbest person in the room, but the one that has the most action. You know, that's why you see most millionaires or most successful people aren't the smartest people. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day from Ed Milet and Ed Milet can't even spell. That's so crazy. He can't even spell. He doesn't know how to spell yet. He writes books and he's a number one seller. He's a number one author for motivational books right now, yet he cannot spell. So, so many of us wait until we're perfect. No, I can't write a book. I can't spell. I can't read. I don't have enough. I don't have enough knowledge to write a book, right? Instead, what we should be thinking is do. If we just own the moment and do the things in front of us and, and write down the things we know, right? You can pay somebody that does know how to spell and let them do what they're supposed to do. See, we all have different gifts and different talents. So you can't let your gifts you can't like suppress your gift just because you don't have a gift of spelling. If you have a gift to write, but you can't spell, 
if you have a gift to speak, but you have an impediment, it doesn't matter. You are gifted, right? And at the end of the day, there's always somebody that's gifted in the area where you lack to make up for that. So we have to get into the, the moment, right, of doing, of putting our knowledge into doing. Wisdom. Wisdom is putting knowledge into go, into doing, into bringing it to life. Because knowledge is dead. Knowledge is dead, stored in our brains. And we know everything, but we don't do anything. So faith without works is what? Dead. Dead. Knowledge without works is dead. That's why we need faith with works, knowledge with works. And then we can be very productive and earn and gain people's respect by putting the things that we know into action. Well, it's exactly what you just said. It's knowledge with works. And what's the opposite of dead? Alive, right? So the reason why so many of us feel dead is because, like you said, you might have all this knowledge. I think we live in an age where we're addicted to information. I'm just going to go on YouTube. I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to listen to that. I'm so freaking guilty of this, right? I'm going to learn this. What am I going to do with what I just learned? Because it's just taking up space in my mind if I don't do something with it. And the reason why you, you have to own the moment and take action is because that's what's going to make your soul feel alive. Knowledge without works is going to make you feel dead. It's going to make you feel heavy. It's going to make you feel um, lethargic. And that's why it's so important that we take action. And I would even ask you guys, like, if you're feeling heavy, if you're feeling lethargic, where do you need to take action? Because you might be in a place right now where your soul has all this information, right? Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions. It has all this information, it has all these dreams, it has all these goals. But when was the last time you took action towards any of those? That's why your soul needs you to own the moment because if you don't, it's going to be dead. You're not going to feel alive until you do. And it's so true. When you're doing something, you do feel alive. And when you're usually tired, you're not active, right? Everybody walks around. I'm so tired. I'm so, you know, burnt out. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. There is a time for rest and burnout, right? When you've been doing too much, there is a time where you need to rest. 100%. But if you're lethargic because you haven't been doing, you, it's been, you know, three, four years and you've felt lethargic for that long because you haven't been doing it's that's a sign your soul is crying out for something to activate because activity right you think about activity activity is to activate something and when you are active and activating something you feel what alive you feel thrilled, you feel excited, you feel like you are literally living, right? It takes action to live. Why do you think a lot of people work 65 years, you know, of their lives 
and then retire and die at 66 because they're no longer what active they retired and they are no longer active. The job that they might've hated for 65 years was actually keeping them alive because they were what active, they were doing something, right? I'm not telling you that you should be in a job for 65 years that you hate. But what I am saying is we were designed to move forward. We were designed to have activity and to be active and to be constantly moving forward. That's why we have two eyes on front of our body, right? And our legs move and we're designed to what? Walk forward. So we were designed to move forward. We were designed to be active. We were designed to do things, right? So if our body is naturally designed to do things, what makes us think that we should sit in inactivity? We weren't, we weren't, we weren't supposed to sit in inactivity. We were supposed to be active beings going after the things we intended to be and going after our purpose. See, we have to become more intentional on putting things into action. Action keeps you alive. Action keeps you activated. Action keeps you happy. Action gives you the endorphins you need to live a healthy, happy life, right? If you're sitting in depression and you've been depressed for 15 years, you know, depression is a real thing and I'm not knocking depression. I've been through it, right? But how I got out of it is by being active. Activity actually helps you heal from depression. See, when you're depressed, right? You're depressed. You're not living in action. You're depressed. You're not compressed. When you like, you think about a spring when it's compressed, right? It goes down and then up. But if it lives in depression, that's not what a spring was designed to do. It was designed to spring up. Depression is staying down. You were designed to spring up and to come up out of your depression. And you can by action, by living in the design that you were created to be, by moving forward, by, by doing things out of outside of your comfort zone, by going after the things inside of you, by actually going and being active in your community, active in what's inside of you, not by suppressing and depressing what's inside of you and looking at yourself low, right? Your thoughts literally dictate what you feel and do. So if you are depressed, you first have to check your thoughts. What have you been thinking? Then you look at your action. What have you been doing? If you've been thinking about nothing and doing nothing, that's why you're depressed. Right? But if you take that knowledge, you start owning the moment and listen to what your thoughts have been saying and 
taking ownership of your thoughts, right? Owning the moment is what? Taking ownership of the moment, taking authority over the moment. If your moment right now looks depressed, looks like low, looks like nothing's working out, that's the moment you're in, right? That's what your moment might look like, might sound like. Your thoughts might be on repetition saying you're nothing, you're not worthy. You can't, you can't do anything more than this. You look at you, you're a failure. You've done this, you've done that, right? That's what your moment has been saying, right? But to take ownership means to change your history, to change your repetition of thought, change what your mind has been saying. See, what we do as humans, we, we listen to our thoughts instead of owning our thoughts. Mm, that's really good. We listen to our thoughts and we let our thoughts tell us who we are. That's not owning the moment. That's accepting what you're, you're accepting the moment, right? Accepting, oh, this is what my thoughts are saying, right? Do you know naturally your thoughts are negative? Naturally, all of our thoughts are negative. Why? Because we live in a sinful world. We're bombarded with negative thoughts constantly. So if I didn't ever own the moment and take ownership of the moment of what my thoughts are saying to me, then we wouldn't be doing this. We wouldn't be going after our dreams. We wouldn't be going after our desires. We wouldn't be going after the things that really matter, right? You have to make the voice that's, that's telling you to, to own the moment louder. You have to make the voice that's telling you to go after your dreams louder. You have to make the voice saying to go after the, the harder things to go after the greater things inside of you louder because there's always going to be two voices and a hundred percent of the time you have to take ownership of the voice that doesn't matter. That's trying to stop you. That's trying to make you stay small. That's trying to tell you you're a failure. That's trying to tell you, oh my God, you suck at that. Why do you keep doing that? You know how many times I get done with a podcast doing this <laughs> and I say, that was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. I don't say that, but I hear that. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, like, oh my gosh, I messed up on this part. I did this, right? That's how our brains think. And we think that's us. It's not. Who we are is our voice, is this voice right now telling that other voice to shut up and know I'm owning the moment. I'm taking authority and ownership over those thoughts and I'm saying I'm this. I killed it on that podcast. I did great. I have a gift inside of me and I'm going to continue to do it. Even if I hear those voices, See, that's what owning the moment means. That's what taking ownership of your thoughts mean. Because we're going to be bombarded by the voices, by external voices, by internal voices. You know, we're so afraid of what people think. Yet we overlook what we, 
what we're thinking. We overlook the thoughts in our head because we're so concerned about what other people think about us, yet the thoughts in our head are way harder on ourselves than the people outside of our head. So we take ownership of that small voice that's telling you to stop, to you're worthless. You take ownership of it and you tell it to shut up and to get get out and you tell your mind, your will, and your emotions to do what you want them to do and they listen. That's how you gain confidence. That's how you gain clarity. That's how you own the moment. That's how you shift an atmosphere. That's how you change out of depression. That's how you get out of depression by quit listening to that stupid voice. That voice is going to make you stop, is going to make you depressed and doesn't, it doesn't want you to move forward. You have to fight to move forward. You have to recognize the moment where that voice is telling you to stop and own the moment by taking ownership of the voice that's telling you to go. And that's how we own the moment. You know, and I love your perspective on that, honey, because you know, a lot of people don't know the fullness of what you have had to fight to get to the plate, like to get to where you're at and your constant inspiration to me, not just as your wife, but just like looking at your life and what you've overcome. And I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast if Sean, you know, both of us have, have faced different things in life and had to overcome that, that voice, right. In my own life for me, it was, you know, Oh, you, you can't sing. Oh, you can't speak. Like if, if I had listened to that voice, I would never be where I'm at today. And I know that God's put a gift in me to do this, to, you know, to speak to you guys, to, you know, to write music, to sing, to do all the different things, um, that I do, the gifts that I have and the same for you, honey, you know, like you had to overcome losing your dream of, of being pro motocross. And, you know, a lot of people don't know the story You can go back. There was an episode we did, um, where Sean talked about this, but it was popping 25 back in in a day, wanting to kill himself, depressed, like, you know, and you, you did it, honey. Like you, you did it. You owned the moment. You're here, right? We're here. We're doing this podcast. You guys, like even this, like for us to go, you know what? Hey, we don't know all the things about doing a podcast, but you know what? We're going to do it because at the end of the day, we don't want to get to the end of our lives and get to heaven and see the big movie screenplay of all the moments that we missed because we didn't own it. We didn't take action. And I want to encourage you guys today, like Sean said, tell that voice that's telling you, you know, to stay where you're at. That's trying to keep you stuck. Tell it to shut up, own the moment, take action. We're going to talk more about this in, in next week's episode. Cause I, I still feel like there's more to this. So we're going to, we're going to cut it off today and we'll, we'll go in a little bit deeper in this in the next episode. Um, but we believe in you guys. We believe there's more for you. And this is, you know, maybe you're at a place where you felt depressed or you've been like, I just don't know what to do. I'm telling you that you can do this. You just have to own it. All right, guys, you own the moment you own this week. You destroy the negative beliefs and go after the things that matter. We'll see you guys next week. 